Hour. I'm your host, Ricky, here with my co-host. What's happening, Michelle? What's happening, Ricky? Not too much. How you doing? How was the weekend? Great weekend. Great? Great, week- great weekend. I my Well, Friday night, my Sixers did not win, but yesterday... Yesterday, Steady Picks had a, a bigger unit play on on the Sixers, and we hit, and we made some money. And I have to know, Ricky, how the heck did you maneuver to get to go to that game? I have my ways. Whose ass are you kissing <laughs> lately? I'll tell you what, that was probably, Michelle, the best sporting event I've ever been to in my life. And I like to think that I've been to some some decent games, that was one that I will never forget forever, seeing that baby cash in person. I was sweating. So tell me about the game, highlights, give me a breakdown. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, that was a phenomenal game from sitting on my couch, so I can't imagine in person. Yeah, I mean, I think the best way to describe it is it was an emotional roller coaster. You know, like we had a lead for most of the game, couldn't quite put them away. You know, that's one thing with the Celtics, Michelle. They just won't go away. No. No matter what. But um, ultimately, at the very worst time for them to get a lead, they end up taking the lead in the fourth quarter. It's not looking good. At one point, it's really not looking good. And I want to I say one funny thing, Michelle, that you're going to love. All I actually right. like thought of you when this happened. So I forget the exact point of the game, maybe like after Tatum hit the three or one of those like crucial plays. Most of the stadium is just like either like yelling, they're upset, they're, some people are even walking out. There's this little kid who's like, I don't know, like a few rows back from me and he's just screaming, Michelle, like, come on Sixers keep fighting and this little kid is screaming it where the the whole section can hear him and it was that kid that I truly believe got this thing swung I love it this little kid's belief he's screaming Michelle (laughs) keep fighting it's so funny the reaction it's even better the way you're saying this but that's amazing I'll never forget it I'm telling you it's something that's imprinted into my brain right now anytime I ever have a tough moment in life I'm going to hear this kid in my head just (laughs) saying, keep fighting. I love that. I love that. And I can't imagine what it was like uh, as the clock is running down and Smart hits that three. Oh, my gosh. And sitting here on my couch waiting for the replay, I, I... I can't, I, there's no words. I was sweating. I was yelling. I mean, my dogs looked at me like I was crazy. So I can't imagine in person <laughs> what that was like. Yeah, it was, it was, cra- I actually, if you head to the Instagram story, I got that play and it was weird because it, it, yeah, it looked like he hit a buzzer beater and there was like a 15 second pause. And then the, the Celtics players were celebrating for a second, and I was like, oh, shit, they, they know. Yeah. And then it flipped. But I, I tried really hard to get, um, and I'm upset that I didn't get the atmosphere once that call was made. It's hard. Like, I know that I'm there to get content and stuff, Michelle, but I just want to live it. I don't want to be the guy with the phone out in these situations. So as much as I wish I got some of the, the chaos, like, after – I hope uh, 
I hope the the team understands that like you just got to be there sometimes. Exactly. One of the moments that I kind of wanted you to touch on because to me it made a huge impact on the game when I think it was when Tatum got fouled. Bullshit. Um, the three? The three. I believe it was the three. And P.J. Tucker went to Embiid on the on national television and was screaming at him in like a hype oh. up. Uh, like, on TV, it was insane. It was inspirational. And PJ, like, you could just, like, Embiid had nothing but, like, he took it on the chin because he knew. So, let's stay here for a second. I thought you meant the the push-off. No, that, I mean, was that was bullshit. Fucking bullshit. But Absolute bullshit. that play that you're talking about, um, and there was even an offensive uh, charge review. I don't even want to get into the idiotic refs, and I say idiotic, that crew. Um but Michelle, PJ Tucker is a dog. Like this is what he was brought here to do. Not only did he do that to Embiid, the, what you're referring to, mm-hmm. the whole fourth quarter when it was like pretty clear that these guys, especially Embiid, was gassed. You know, he's 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 kind of like that little kid. He's he's the one telling them to keep fighting, firing them up, yelling at them. I mean, he's he's a dog. I love PJ Tucker. I ordered his jersey after the game. Did you? On I, the way home. Yep. I have to say though, as an outsider, um, I don't think, and this is bold, Joel Embiid was not the MVP yesterday. I don't Who think was? he. I don't think he played like an MVP. I think Harden stepped up again. I don't know what is going on with Harden. He is so up and down. I think Harden carried that team. I don't know if Michelle. Embiid is. Is suffering from a bigger injury, but I'm gonna take it easy on you. I know you got listeners cringing right now with the Embiid hate. And let me know. I love Embiid. I just felt like yesterday, where was he? I don't feel like he I saw him get shut down, was it twice by Tatum? Like straight up smacked. Michelle, he's has a a four to six week injury. Uh, a, a, a serious knee injury that he's come back in a week and a half I from. I know, I know. And the conditioning, because the one thing that was a big takeaway from that game being there is that Embiid was exhausted at the end of the game. Like, he could barely make it up and down the floor. He was wearing it on his face, and that's part of the reason P.J. Tucker was like, come on, man, like, this is the time. You got to... You know, he. I know, I know. And I'm, I love Embiid. Embiid's one of my favorite players. I just think that yesterday, and I'm hoping that Embiid can rest up for Tuesday because my heart and soul is on that court with them. But I felt like Harden found something within him. And he sucked Friday. I will. Harden sucked. So it's really funny, too. I was sitting for a, a large portion of that game. I was really close to little baby mm. um Micah Parsons Michael Rubin and that's like the James Harden crew yeah like they're there for him and when James Harden hit his first shot of the night because the the crowd was a little bit like I don't know rightfully they, so yeah after Friday's game right but he so. gave a look he ran right by them and gave him a look and I was right there it was it was really funny and by the way Michael Rubin Posted a picture on Instagram. I'm in the background. Love it. I'm a background dancer in the, wow. in the photo. Yep. So pretty cool Claim stuff. To Got a steady picks hat on in the photo. You can't really see it, but hey, 
I made we'll it. I it. made it with little baby and these these big stars in the photo. I love it. All right. So how do you think the rest of the series is playing out? I will tell you this. Boston remains a minus 310 favorite to win the series. They're seven-point favorites in game six, or I'm sorry, game five back in Boston. So I think what is more important than what I think is what the sports books think, and they think that, you know, this is probably – Either Boston and six or Boston and seven. Okay. Um, but you know, I'm I'm gonna be like that little kid, and I'm gonna keep fighting, and I'm not gonna like take it any further than that because I'm a fan. You know. Absolutely. All right. So I think we need to transition, and I hate to talk about this, but we need to talk about it with the two most competitive people on the Study Picks team. Mm-hmm. We're not doing well on this podcast. Uh. Sean Brady's crew, doing phenomenal. Study picks, doing phenomenal. Tommy Tennis, doing, doing phenomenal. phenomenal. And he hit, he hit like a huge, um, I forget if it was NASCAR or golf, but he hit a big one. Wow. Again. Well, congratulations, Tommy Tennis. That's awesome. Um, but Ricky and Michelle, we... We've been struggling. We are on the bottom of the rankings right now, so we've got we've to come back up. We do need to come back up, and we did do good on the NFL draft, but I know that's that's already history. So I think you kind of hit it on the head. Those who know us and who know who've been listening to this show since football season, you know, and even the football season prior, I truly believe this is going to get people like a little bit riled up, All but right. I'm going to say it anyway. I think Happy Hour is the most profitable show on wow. Steady Picks, period. Like, throughout the time, too, I believe this show has made listeners the most money. Not not over the last two weeks, don't get me wrong, but in total. And you can look at all of the records on my page on Steady Picks. On, um, you go to our team. You could go to completed seasons and see them all. We had a huge football season, huge college basketball season. Um and a really good track record. And I want to say, it. I think, like, what what's bit us a little bit here is we invested all of our time into college basketball. Mm-hmm. And we may have been a little bit naive to think that we were just going to be able to, once, like, college basketball ended, jump right into the NBA and start winning without really, like, grinding out a season and whatnot. So... I'll take that on the chin in the sense that, like, we weren't as prepared as we probably should have been. But, look, down three units, still have that heat 210 to 1 for a future, still have the Warriors as a future. And I feel really good about the two games that we'll get into tonight. So we're going we're gonna to keep grinding away here, Michelle, and hope that um, – it's, it's com- not about how it starts. It's about how it ends. Exactly. It's a comeback week. Comeback week. This is a comeback week. So I feel good about it. I feel refreshed, honestly, this Monday morning. Me too. Let's talk. Um, Let's talk. What, tonight's games? Tonight's games. Okay. So we've got. I'll start with the Lakers. Is that Ooh, cool? Yeah, we can go in reverse. Yeah, Lakers, Warriors. Lakers minus three. What are we thinking? This is back in Golden State. This is in L.A. Okay, this so is back in L.A. So it's game four. 
The Lakers lead 2-1. And I'm on the Warriors. Splash Brothers for me. On the money line, I got a plus 130. Uh, so do your shopping. Maybe you find something better. For me, Michelle, it just really comes down to, I believe Golden State is the better team. They shot 29% from three-point range in game three. They were awful from the floor, uh, 39% overall. A quick funny thing, we finally hit a clay prop over the weekend. I don't know if you saw uh, clay's under. Are we going to continue? Well, the thing is, he hit he hit three in the first quarter of that game. I th- I'm not even joking. I threw my remote and turned the game off. I woke up and saw he he finished with three. So it was we got a little bit lucky, but I don't know. Should we look at the line? I you know it's a comeback week. There's a part of me that says we should stay off of it and find another bet. But if you want to keep rolling with it, I. Let's just know. line shop it real quick and just see if there's a, a good number because we know, we know minus one twenty was our like anything better than that. It warrants a bet, math wise. It is hmm, minus one twenty five at BetMGM, one thirty at FanDuel. Bet Rivers, good old marketing partner, Bet Rivers. Minus 119. It's like it hurt you. Minus 120 was your number, and it mm-hmm. 119 it comes in. Yeah, and I'm using an odds tracker. One thing to uh, keep in mind is that these odds trackers can sometimes be a little bit off, like even if it's just like 119 versus 120. So I'll just quickly double check, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock it in We have for a half unit. We won't get okay. crazy, but got to stand your ground. But so the the two bets will be Warriors money line and potentially if this is one nineteen. Yep, good old Bet Rivers app. By the way, I'm not just saying this for anybody who's in like one of the the legal states that has it. It's really smooth. I I love it. Um, it's a new app too, so be sure to check it out. Sportsbook offers page on the Steady Picks website. If you don't have an account, you can get an offer through there. Um. Always gamble responsibly. But, Michelle, yeah, it's it's 120. So it it's right at the number, like right. we said. So I lo- I'm locking it in right now. If you're listening to this and it's still minus 120, take it. And if it moves, that's off the, of it. That's the line, yep. Nothing, so. nothing more. All right, that's that game. Okay, so let's talk about the Heat and the Knicks. The Heat is favored four and a half points. Four and a half points. Um, again, this game, the Knicks shot 20%, Michelle, from three-point range in game three, 34% overall, 31 of 91, 10 points from Julius Randle. Um, yeah, nobody, like, the offense just completely shit the bed. And I'll remind you that that also happened with the Sixers in their game three. You saw how they bounced back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Knicks are the better team. I've been firm on that. We'll let steady picks, like, break these games down in terms of the angles and whatnot, but I'm on the Knicks' money line, plus 155, and I think they steal home court back tonight. Um, one, one thing I forgot to mention 
two with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Shell, they shot almost 50% from three-point range in that game three. They're not that good of a three-point shooting team. Over 50% from the field. Like, I think that game, I just think we're going to see two completely different game fours than the game threes were. If either dog wins, we'll profit, and that's where we'll leave it. All right. It's bounce back week. Let's do it. Steady Picks Radio. Have a good week. Have a good one. Thank you.